Blog Talk Radio. November 17th. I'm your host, Pandora Rose, and this is my co-host, Nikki Sabinoko! (laughs) Sorry about the late start. Unfortunately, for some reason, my laptop just completely went postal on me. And for some reason, it just was not letting me pull up um, the Block Talk Studio. And I keep telling myself I need to copy down. There's a when when you're hosting a show, Block Talk gives you a separate phone number to call in. So any of you who have called in or think about calling into a show, Block Talk gives you two phone numbers. And both of the and the one phone number is dedicated just to the show, and that is the best calling number. Hey, 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 hey! Hey, hey, hey! Guess what? What? Guess what? What? I think our other co-host just called in. Oh, wait a second! Wait for it. Are you our other co-host? Yes, I am your other co-host. <laughs> yeah, I called and and I called in on time, and then all I heard was like elevator music. So I figured Sorry. maybe the show was just a couple minutes behind, so I called back in a couple more minutes. Yeah, yeah. as I was trying to explain, um, Blog Talk will give you two phone numbers. Mm-hmm. The number that you and Nikki normally call on is the guest number, and that one is dedicated to our show. If you ever call that phone number and there's no show, okay, it's not going to take you to another random show. It's right. just going to either tell you there's no show scheduled or, um, you stupid dummy, you called in three days early. <laughs> Call back in when there's an actual show. 
So actually what it says is thank you for calling Blog Talk Radio. There is no show scheduled for this program in the next twenty four hours. Yeah, see it tells you to call back when there's a show, dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, I boyfriend's calling. Oh, we I have someone it. who calls themselves Dr. Bristle in our chat room. Yeah, come on. Uh, that's our um, that's one of our male listeners. Hello, male listener. <laughs> oh, we have one person in the chat room tonight. Well, we also uh, have our uh, our our pony cheerleader you... backup support team, Samantha. Yay, hey, oh, Samantha. I was going to call her our pony stalker. <laughs> or pony stalker. <laughs> Whichever she prefers. <laughs> so, but yeah, I could not get into the studio. So, and as I was saying, um, there's two phone numbers. The phone number hosts call in on. That's a general blog talk phone number for hosts. And then you have to put in a key code to get your show to come up. And I keep telling myself I'm going to copy down the phone. I'm going to copy down that number. And guess what? I never do. You never copied it down. No. <laughs> and you forgot it. And I couldn't get it. Well, it's it's one of these numbers that you can't remember because it's like. I can remember the first three numbers. It's uh-huh. 885. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's, it's 10 digits long, and then you have to push the pound sign after yeah. you have called in to the host number. So you have to remember the host number, and then you have to remember the 10-digit pin number, and it hit the pound sign. Yeah. Uh, that is a lot to remember. Well, see, at least I can remember the Remember the call-in number because it's programmed into my phone as MLP Talk. <laughs> well, see, that's why when I went went on those days when I have hosted the show, why I actually call into the show like half an hour early, because or I plan on calling into the show half an hour early because I have to start the computer and I have to pull up the thing and it has to work for me and I have to be. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Mom and I were kind of sitting and having dinner, and dinner went a little bit longer than normal. We were we were trying to have mommy and me time. <laughs> Once you become 34, mommy and me time consists of watching TV and yelling at it. <laughs> well, it's still spending time together, and that's what matters. Yeah. Exactly. And last um, 2013, let's just say I, I saw mom, I saw her on the weekend, and that was about it. So, yeah, making up the last time. I got pony, I got pony mail today, or not today, actually, like two days but I got plenty of mail this week. Woo-hoo! Ooh, what'd you get? This week too. I got a <laughs> custom pony from Rev Ruby. Ooh. Ooh. 
It is a rose-themed pony made with a um, High Flyer G1 unicorn bait. Oh. And it is a merry-go-round style pony. Ooh. So, yeah, that's I got that in the mail a couple of days ago. And, of course, as usual, the post office were jerks, and they banged it up. So I had to kind of do some repair work on it because darn you, USPS. But I got it all fixed up. You'd never know. Well, that's good. That's very good. So, Summer, do you have any pony news this week? Uh, no, actually, can't say that I do. I haven't really been doing much with our car broke down, and then my friend's car got hit by a deer, so we've kind of been stuck in the house with no mode of transportation. Hey, I'm I'm right there with you, except for I have the mode of transportation. I'm just not supposed to take it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yourself are not supposed to be that mobile right now, I think. Well, I can be mobile up to about, like, a 10-minute drive. If I drive beyond 10 minutes, I it becomes extremely hard to drive. Yeah. Because everybody else is doing something, and all you want to do is go straight. (laughs) Oh, Summer. Yes. Yes. Um, Were you you a part of the ponies, custom pony swap on the RDUS Facebook group, the Favorite Things Swap? Uh, No. I don't think I was on that. Oh, I will have to let you know the next time there's a swap. Yeah. I haven't done a custom swap in a long time. You know, I'll have to get back I into that. To, yeah, Lucy, I, as a general rule, don't do swaps anymore because I've had some bad experiences. Like, I don't know how it always ends up being me, but most of the, the ponies I've gotten from custom pony swaps have been made by someone who is making me a custom because the person who was supposed to be my partner bailed out at the last minute. Oh, <laughs> that's what happened to me on my last custom swap. So, but I thought I'd give it a try again. And uh, I, do, I don't regret giving it a try again. Well, that's good. I might have to get back into the swaps. The the last one I was in, I actually <laughs> I got burned pretty bad on it. Um, I won't say any names or what swap it was, but um, I actually ended up sending three ponies to my partner, and she didn't particularly care for them. And then the person that was supposed to be making my customs disappeared. And then it was about two months later before I got a replacement for my customs. But one of the um, one of the moderators on one of the boards, she actually made my replacements, and she made little blind bags for me of all the G1 Sparkle Ponies. Oh, sweet! 
Yeah. Really cute. So they were worth waiting for. That's good. Um, yeah, I've had one where I still haven't gotten, like, a pony from it, and it's been, like, two years. But most of the swaps where someone bails out, I've gotten a replacement. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest disappointment, though, was back in 2010, the Saturday morning cartoon swap. Ah. Because that was the swap that I made the Rainbow of Light pony. And, like, the pony I got back looked someone threw it together, like, the night before. Like? It was supposedly Gadget Hack Wrench from Rescue Rangers. Uh-huh. But I specifically said I don't like it when people try to, like, make ponies look like mice or, you know, you know, I don't want big mouse ears or mouse nose. You know, I really would prefer... Uh, one that's well made but more simple as opposed to something that and like tries to do a whole bunch but none of it's really good and it's like yeah. nobody read nobody read any of that so no. I've been contemplating okay. and I don't even think the person who made it for me is even in the active pony community anymore Yeah, they tend to like. I think that was like the one swap they did, and like they never even posted pictures of it. So like, they shipped it to me, and then they like disappeared. Hmm. Well, um, I've got one uh, thing I do need to state Um, to the person who is currently in our host line. um, If you are calling in to speak with us, we do not take random callers. To the fact that if we do not know you, we cannot take and edit you. And we have had random people in our chat room who have been just completely and utterly inappropriate. Well, even worse is like when I first started, you know, doing solo shows, you know, the the interviews and stuff. Um, before I knew your phone number, Summer. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if was calling in. just says a phone number, you know, usually. Right. This one says a name, but it, it doesn't usually do that. And so I I brought the person on thinking it was going to be you. And as soon as they knew that they were live on the air, they started, like, swearing and calling us words that shouldn't be uttered on a child-friendly show. Oh, goodness. So well, that's not just for calling in just to listen. Okay. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to... Jacob, we're going to disconnect you, but definitely... No, 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 He's calling don't, just don't. to listen. It's okay. Nisha, oh. you need to listen when I speak. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, we'll keep you keep you on. We just won't, you know, connect. But see, I don't mind people calling in just to sit in the host queue. That's perfectly fine. But it's those who think that they're going to get on the air. Oh, okay. So. Well, yes. Be- yeah, believe I it or not, hear you there for a second. Believe it or not, the people that are, are 
on this show, it, it that is planned ahead of time. Not much here yeah. is planned, but the people <laughs> that get to actually speak, that is planned ahead of time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Buddy will be shocked at this, okay? Our Ponies After Dark episode tonight, we actually have a topic. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, right? Oh, really? <laughs> This we yeah. have a topic for Ponies After Dark. So I'll have to have stick to around stay. for that one, then. Oh, yeah, you have to stay tuned to hear what that topic is. Because if I talk about it, we'll just get into it now, and I don't want to. But I do want to get into of what I got as, as Pony News this week. Oh, what's that? Well, Mom and I went to Walgreens. And we actually went inside. Mom went to go pick up her meds. I went straight to the toy aisle. Of course. (laughs) You know, it's quite funny watching a 34-year-old trying to rush through the store on crutches. I did almost fall out because one crutch got caught up underneath a rug. And unfortunately, it's the side where where the knee is messed up. Mm. That wasn't a good thing. But I got I got back on track, got back on track, and went straight to the toy out because I knew they had the Beanie Babies, My Little Ponies. And I was specifically looking for Fluttershy because she is the only one I didn't have. And I had seen her over at CVS a few weeks ago, completely forgot to go back and get her. <laughs> just walked right past her, didn't get her. So I went and I looked and Pinkie Pie, Pinkie Pie, Princess. Oh, um, you know who our caller is now? Well, he said he was the caller earlier. Did he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, oh, I missed um, a whole chunk of fun. I missed yep. a whole chunk of conversation. Yes, you did. But that's why I kept <laughs> yelling, no, no, no. <laughs> but, yeah, I got there, and I'm looking, I... and go ahead. Okay. I got there, I'm looking for Fluttershy, and I can't find her. So I thought, great, they don't have her. But they do have the big, you know those big oversized ones with the fabric hair? Oh, yeah. They have the strips of hair for fabric. They look mm-hmm. ridiculous. I'm looking kind of ragdoll looking ones. Yeah. But worse. I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm I'm seeing this little bit of yellow with pink hair hiding behind a big huge rainbow dash. Aww. So I reach back there, grab onto it, pull it out. Guess who I found? Fluttershy. Yes, of course, hiding behind something. Being all shy, but looking out, kind of like, take me home. <laughs> so, 
I grabbed her, and then I was going to turn to leave, and I looked down, and there were two blind bags. So I figured, eh, I'll treat myself to a couple of blind bags. Grab the blind bags. I'm looking down. I'm seeing a blind bag laying across two of the little things that hold up, like, the blind bags and toys. Mm-hmm. And I see a blind bag that's opened. So I pick it up. I look inside. I find hey. it still has a card, and it still has the pony. Huh. So I grabbed it up. We went up to the register. My mom's standing there telling me they're not going to sell it to you. I said, yes, they are. I handed her the two blind bags that were closed, and I held up the one that was not closed. And I said, I found it on the shelf. It's opened. It has everything in it. And she goes, do you still want it? I said, yes. I told her, it's kind of like I don't have to. I don't have to wonder who is in there because I just take a peek and already find who it is. <laughs> but I haven't yet. I've been I've been saving, looking in there to find out who it is. And it's from the Rainbow Collection, so I'm pulling out the card to see who I have, and it's Miss Flower Wishes. So I saved. Miss Flower Wishes, who was ripped open and cast aside by somebody else who didn't want her. Aww. So I did a, a, a an act of pony kindness by saving her and I'm, loving her. I'm sure she appreciates it. I'm sure she does, too. I think she's even <laughs> said it. But I still have two more blind decks I have yet to open. Until right now. I swear, I think these things are adult proof. Oh, the blind bags? Yeah. Didn't they used to have this little tick where, you know, it made it easier to get into it? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I'll make my own They used to have... The, the, the first wave, at least, was a lot easier to open, but I think... They made the bags progressively harder to open because people were opening them. Yeah, they were opening them up, taking out everything, and just leaving the bag behind. Yeah. That's why I picked it up thinking, let's, let me see who it, if it still has something in there. Let's see. Who's the next girl up? Here we go. Here comes her card. Oh, it's Miss Lotus Blossom. Ooh. One of the little spa ponies. Ooh, she is pretty. And they're, and they're glittery too, so they're they're sparkle rainbow ponies in my book. Ooh, sparkle! I think that's also what attracted me when I looked in the bag. <laughs> it's like ooh, sparkle, mine. <laughs> I do like sparkly things. Speaking of which, I'm going to get my sparkly blind bags down. Since we're talking about sparkly okay. and blind bags. Okay, last one. And you know what also happened? My mother has a Walgreens card, and she paid for her items first, and she got a $2 coupon. 
guess who got oh, so you've to got use a... I got to use my coupon on my purchase. Ooh. So it knocked down the blind bags down to below what I'd even pay for them at Walmart. Cool. And the last one is Green Jewel. Like green. Okay, I like her because she is two shades of green. Her body is light green, her hair is dark green. I do like the variations of colors that they've put in on the blind bag ponies. I wish they'd do that a little more with the brushables for the G4 line, but... Yeah. I definitely wish that, too. But, yeah, that was my pony news for this week. Very I, I cool. Myself. I, 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 I very much treated myself this week. Well, sometimes because, you have to, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I, I originally went for Fluttershy, but, you know, got three extra things while I was at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I now have the complete Beanie Baby plush line. And I could not be happier. Yay! <laughs> This little girl is going to be put into because I put all the I put them all into one of those jumbo bags of um, the Ziploc bags with a piece of um, fabric softener t- tissue thing. Mhm. Just because my mother smokes, and I don't want these girls smelling of smoke, so I'm just protecting them. But they look so cute in the bag. I have to, once I get Fluttershy in there, I have to take a picture of it. Because they look so cute all in this bag. So. Yeah, I'm going to want I'm happy. I, You're going to have to post a picture of that, too. <laughs> Okay. Once I get once I get shy in there, I'll do that. I was waiting till I did the show because you know I wanted her out. And I wanted her to be in. She didn't want to be. <laughs> I told her, "Don't worry, you can hide once once the spotlight is done." But yeah, I thought when I when I went back there to find her and the, the way I found her, it was so a Fluttershy moment. <laughs> she she was hiding behind a big rainbow dash. Yep. <laughs> but yet she was peeking out going, take me home. <laughs> I'll go with you, I guess. <laughs> you look nice. I'll go home with you. <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah, that was my pony news. Oh, that's cute. I, I don't. I don't get to do pony news very often. 
I wish I got to do it more often. And by the way, I now have, I've written down that, that number, the PIN number. It's also came through on my email. I've started off so that I know if I'm in my email, I can pull it up right away. Good. I, I, I promise to try and not do too many more of these oops moments. It happens sometimes. Oh, goodness. I think Hold on a second. Okay, yeah, I was right. It was coming off of Nishi. Yeah, I I put the birds to bed early, so I don't think there's a whole lot of noise on this end. Nope, there shouldn't be there. There shouldn't be any noise unless you're hearing the hum of the computer, since the phone was sitting next to it. I think that was it. So okay, well, um, and during that period of time, I completely forgot what I was gonna. Oh no, I found it again. Do you have? I, I was going to ask. What? Do you have any of Summer's book? No, I really need them. Okay. So, do you want me to put a link to the MLPTP page that we were looking at last week? Nope, I've actually got that in my uh, favorites. And what oh, I have you on, Summer. I have a quick question for you. What's that? Do you have a wish list on Amazon? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Can you send me a link to it? Yeah, I'll have to send you a link um, later on. I'm actually over at my house where I don't have Internet. No problem. Whenever but, yeah, next. Next time I'm I'm over at my friend's house or somewhere with internet, I'll I'll send you a link. Okay. I know Thank there's you. another cupcake here somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, I'm oh, fiddling yeah. with my G4 village and I can't find a cupcake that's missing. Oh. Dear Lord, put, somebody needs to put out an APB immediately. Yeah. We cannot have a missing cupcake. That is <laughs> unforgivable. You know what we should do? I totally, sorry, just random thought there. You, That's a we should inv- We should invite Deb, Burge, uh, Summer, Taze to come onto the show. Have I we done that? Has she been on the show? Yep. I've had them both on the show. Deborah Burge was our first interview. Oh. Well, we should have her on the what? show again. Why are we not inviting her onto the show? Uh, she was our second interview. Summer, I we did as soon as she released her first collector's guide. Actually, I had mistaken Deborah 
for the author of a different book that has gone missing. I don't know where the book has gone and ran off to. All I know is it ran off with baby cotton candy. Yeah, see, I have, I have, I have Deb, Deborah Burge's um, World of My Little Pony Unauthorized Guide for Collectors. Yeah. Um, and I, I love this book. This is how I negotiate with people when I'm buying stuff. But I would also oh. love to talk to Summer Hayes because she's got books. And I don't know. I don't. I. I, I just. I feel. Like we should be inviting them onto the show. Okay, I'll go ahead and see if I can get um, Deborah Burge back on, and I'll see if I can get Summer Hayes back on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell Deborah that you know my new co-host has specifically asked that she come back on. <laughs> Yes, yes. You see, it's been so long, and the new co-hosts haven't, you know, gotten a chance to talk to you. (laughs) And they really want to. Yes. Okay. So, um, I actually want to start by using... um, Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to go, how best to go about this. What was that weird sound just now? I I just plugged my phone into the wall charger, sorry. It was dying. (laughs) I didn't want the phone to just cut off on me in the middle of a sentence. I understand. Mine is also plugged in. <laughs> I plugged mine in earlier. Mm. I actually, my phone has finally gotten to a point where I plug it in for a couple of hours and it's all charged up. Oh, that's good. Of course, I don't go anywhere. But my most exciting place to go is to go to the doctor and last week it was the dentist. To have another cavity filled. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Wednesday I go to see a pain management doctor. Um, the first week of, De- of December, that Friday, I go to see my orthopedic. The second week of December, the Wednesday, I go back to the dentist to have my third cavity of the year filled. Wow. Oh. I told my mother, I went 28 28 years, never had a cavity. Then when I turned 29, I had my first cavity. And then just... Did you cry? Because I I cried when I got my first cavity. Did? And you know what the funniest thing is? I had to host a show that night. Aww. (laughs) I had one cheek all puffed out, and I was just talking like this because, you know, my tongue was also very, very numb. But this last time when I went to have the cavity filled, 
it was actually more painful than it was the first time I had it done this year. But of course, I was on, I'd taken my pain meds, my nerve medication. So I was pretty much out of it. Mm. And last week, I drove myself because it was, as I said, I drive, but I always drive within about 10, I tried to only do 10, about 10, a 10 minute radius. Because 10 minutes away from my house, it's all one lane, except for the other lane coming at me. I can concentrate on that. Put two, two lanes going the same way, that's a little bit hard. Put three, that's it. I'm gripping the wheel, and I look like I have a death grip. So, um, I'm trying to figure yeah. out how, what, how best to do this. So, let me go down on. I've got the page open from um, the trading post. And don't forget, we're using the. Um, my low wiki too. That is such a frustrating site. Actually, for the um, for the merchandise, it's not. For the merchandise, it's pretty much straightforward. So, which is a very nice thing. I think. All right. Well, let me scoot over and I'll pull that up too. (laughs) So, what I think we'll probably do is we'll probably go through this on um, P first. We'll go from the top all the way down to the bottom. If we have some extra time tonight, we'll head over to my little wiki to finish up. How does that sound? That sounds good. Okay. And I've also got Summer Hayes' book as well because this actually has some of these listed and um, they show a mint and packaged on some of these and some of them show them with their with their accessories if they're not mint and package. So to start off with, we are gonna start off with a McDonald's pony. Except for oh, those aren't regular McDonald's ponies. Sorry, what where are we looking right now? Are we looking at the McDonald's uh, the the TP or the wiki? The TP. Okay. So... so we have the McDonald's Mexican and Argentinian. And... Oh, the ones with the... There's... There's... um. 
a gold and a silver one, and then um, a shiny plastic white one and a shiny plastic purple one? Yeah. And it looks like up at the top, they do have a list of all the names. Oh, no, they don't. I thought they did. Oh, well. Uh, unfortunately, we don't know the exact names. I think the first one might be Butterscotch. That's what I was going to say. I think it's... I, it, I think... it looks like the the candies that are on Butterscotch. Plus, and the second one looks like an ice crystal, but that can't be an ice crystal. Okay. Um, Let me see if I can McDonald's Okay Here we go I have um, my little wiki. I typed in Donald and it pulls up the McDonald's ponies. We are currently using the TP, but I think we're also going to use my little wiki for these ones that are we can't find a name for on the TP. We have Daisy Joe which, of course, is the purple one. And the Can you put a link in the chat room? Oh, you did. I did. Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> Shush. You have, you, have winter, you have winter snow is the the blue, the blue for a, the blue silver one. Star swirl is the white one. And then I was right. The gold one is butterscotch. Oh, still star swirl. Star yep. swirl. I kind of figured that one was star swirl because, you know, that's typical. Isn't star swirl one of the ponies referenced in uh, in the new show, Star Swirl the Bearded? Yes. yes, but the design for that character is actually completely different from G3 star swirl. Because they have them in the comic books, too. So. The next one, and I am happy to say I have this complete set. I forgot where I got it from, but I have all four of these girls. These are European, UK, and Netherlands. They are, again, Happy Meal Toys from McDonald's. If you do have Summer Hayes' book, it is on page 178. And she was able to get a picture of the Happy Meal box that came with this, that, that was released with these girls. You have Crowd Dancer. 
whom is the blue one, the light blue with the red hair and a yellow star. You ha- nope. No, nope. Cloud Dancer is the purple one with the blue and white hair. Sorry. Got it mixed up there. Then Star Dancer is the light blue with the star and the dark pink strawberry type hair. Then you have Spring Treat, who is yellow, and she has a, a butterfly as her symbol with pink hair. And also Starbright, who is a dark red with yellow hair and a yellow star. So, Starbright, is that based off of, I mean, I know it's a G3, but that pony reminds me a lot of a G1 pony. It was only released in the UK. I think it was called Starlight. It sounds um, familiar. Could be. Well, this, well, these girls were never released as regular G, in the regular G1, G3 line. Okay. These girls were uh, various European countries, including the Netherlands, Serbia, Scandinavian. As well as the UK. And what they're standing on is a little platform that you can take them off of. Within that platform hides their comb. Oh. So close okay. it's nice that they're re- it's nice that they're removable from their platform because like the, the G three McDonald toys, the ponyvilles were not removable from their platforms. Not easily, anyway. No. And um, there they came with a cloud dancer, basically sat on a cloud. Spring tree kind of sat, stood in what kind of looked like um, dirt. The way she stood on her platform, it looked like she had very big shoes. Oh, spring tree and star bright. Yeah. She looked like she was literally standing in moon boots. And then Star Dancer, her her stand, it was shaped like a star. Excuse me. I love the way Cloud Dancer looks. I just, I'm confused as to why they gave her a sun. And her name was Cloud Dancer. Well, the sun dances within the clouds. That makes sense. Not in Oregon. In Oregon, the sun is mugged by clouds. <laughs> and left for dead over the horizon. Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what's our next ones? 
our second runners up. I think we've done um We've done all the G three McDonalds toys for the US. But what I but what I do want to point out if you are looking at this thread the person actually customized them to have a real tail. Oh, yeah, I totally didn't even notice that. But they do still show what the original looked like. Yep, they have the original and the one with the tail. Mm, cool. Snaps to you, whoever you are. Let me scroll up. Shush! I am going to pick up Barbie language because I watch way too much Barbie with Melody. That's just how it is. Peanut <laughs> gallery. <laughs> Holly Cabby is the person who posted this. So. Okay, that has taken a lot of work. Now, she did a beautiful job color matching. Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe if she had multiples and just took, like, the mane from one of them, and then when she cut off the tail, put the mane from one into the tail hole of the one she cut the tail off of, et cetera, and so on. Because that is, like, the exact color. And that is hard to do, even... Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get a good color match because even if you're using a color matching guide, like on Strawberry Reef or one of the other sites that have color matching guides, it's really difficult because of dye lots and the color matching guide isn't always right. (laughs) Or if the pony, you know, has, if their hair is faded a bit, so she must have harvested from others of the same design. They they, they but gave a, their they gave their hair for a good cause. So that their sisters in arms can have a proper tail. Correct. <laughs> you 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 gotta you gotta love that sense of community spirit among little plastic ponies. Oh yes. You know they gave their hair just like you know. A wi- the wi- the wigs for um, cancer patients. You know, you get your hair cut, and they make mm-hmm, it into a wig. You know that 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 is what happened here. One girl girl's hair got chopped off to be made into a tail for another. Yeah. All right. You know, so. Them. Yes. Up next is the Mexican Sonrix candy. Most of these look pretty good, although I will say that the way they did the hair on that minty and Pinkie Pie is screams receding hairline. (laughs) Yes, well. Okay, I'm trying to find a little bit more information on these girls. Okay, what the what they were was they were coming off of Ponytopia, which again Ponytopia is still around. 
for older items. Um, These Little Ponies were a bonus in Sonrick's candy boxes in Mexico. So they were basically, they were a lot smaller than... Than the McDonald's toys? They were a bit smaller than the McDonald's toys, but they were still made basically in the same type of mold. Yeah. I was going to say, at least, at the very least, the minty looks very similar to the to the McDonald's minty pose. A little different, yeah. because her head seems to be at a really unnatural angle. Yeah, that's so does so does Pinkie Pie. So it's Pinkie Pie, Minty, Hysteria, Sparkleworks, and yet again, Star Swirl. Well, you know, with a Pinkie Pie, though, isn't that really just Pinkie Pie starting to show her true personality? <laughs> her head's on, a little crewy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things on Pinkie Pie that are probably on a little screwy. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Um, Bet you've never seen a face crazier than that. That was great. That was great. Um, Up next is uh, McDonald's in Australia. Basically, it's the same as the Netherlands, but what they did do was they showed them mint in package. So look at the difference in packaging. Okay, between a U.S. McDonald's pony and something that is given out in Europe, in Australia. Okay. The U.S., it's, like, bright. It's got all sorts of different colors going on. It's got so much, whereas Europe, Australia, it's simple and it's to the point. It's a Happy Meal toy. It's a a My Little Pony, and here is my name. So, does anyone talk? Did, did I lose everybody? No, no. Pinkie Pie tried to steal my soul, that's all. (laughs) But I resisted. Yeah. Well, well, yank it back and give me a comment. Um, Shiny things are shiny. (laughs) I'll say she didn't get all of it. I, I, I'm going to have to do an inventory, though. Um, I, I have to say, I actually really like the Australian packaging for the McDonald's ponies. I, I think it looks it looks like something you want to leave mint in the package, as opposed to, like, the American one that's basically just, like, plastic with some colorful writing on it, but it... It doesn't look as this actually looks like a higher quality of yeah 
plastic baggie. Yeah, because you look at this, and it just, I mean, it, 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 yeah, it's a McDonald's pony, but it's elevated. Yeah. Well, they probably don't have a billion different restrictions on their plastic bags because apparently in Europe and Australia, kids can tell the difference between plastic and food, but not here in America, (laughs) which is why I can't get my Duplo eggs, but that's a whole different rant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm looking looking further down at the U.S. um, birthday set of McDonald's ponies, the 25th anniversary where they had the really colorful stuff on the face. Man, I love that line. Yep. And you can see on when she put a tail on Rainbow Dash, instead of doing blue and purple, she just did more of the main colors, which, you know, actually kind of makes sense. A little. <laughs> makes more sense than what they do with her. I still don't yep. understand why they break up the rainbow. So we're going to do red, orange, yellow, and green in the main, and then we're going to do blue and purple in the tail, and it's totally cool, right? Wrong. <laughs> I knew for that. Okay. Okay, get off of the broken rainbow. We've heard about it before. Says <laughs> the person who every time someone mentions the core seven, you say bore seven? <laughs> that is still relevant. If, that should be a button. We should have a sound clip that just has, has you saying four seven. Did <laughs> you saying broken up rainbow? <laughs> Everybody needs a catchphrase. <laughs> okay. So you ready to move on to the dolly mixers? Yes, Dolly Mixes. Love Dolly Mixes. Need more. I only have one, and it's a G1 Dolly Mix. What exactly is Dolly Mix? Exactly is Dolly Mix? I I really honestly can't tell you, but they are about the size of a blind bag pony, but they're proportioned kind of like, like, you know, G3s. Even the G1s are proportioned like G3s. And what I really like about the Dolly Mix is is look at Starcatcher, or it's not Starcatcher, Starsong. Starsong wings aren't these tiny little useless chicken legs anymore. Look how okay. big those wings are. No, I was getting to the point of what exactly is it? Um, from what I remember, I I think somebody explained to me what Dolly Mix ponies were at a meet one time. From what I remember, the explanation is that the pony comes in a packaging with like a little pack of candy. And what it's supposed to be is that it's a little package of candy and a toy for your doll. For like, um... Like the American girl size dolls or, you know, something of, of that nature, that the pony is about the proportions of a toy that a doll that size would play with. So it's supposed okay. to be a toy for your toy and candy for the doll, even though it's real candy that you can eat. Okay. 
And from what I understand is they were blind bag or or blind box, so you really didn't know which pony was going to be in there. Yeah. Okay. Now that makes sense. You know what? Now that I see that there's G1 Dolly Mixes, I think we have to do a show about Dolly McPhonies. We really should because they are actually fantastically cute. So I would still like to get my hands on one. <laughs> we are going to do an entire show about Dolly Mix to- Dolly Mix girls because there's G ones and I never even knew about them. Yeah. Oh, I have I have Snuggle. She is so cute. I'll have to send you pictures. Okay. So my little herd of Snuggles. <laughs> we'll go ahead and mention who the um, Dolly Mix ones were, and they were, of course, not Core 7. They, <laughs> they were Core 1. All Core 7? Yep. Not really, because I don't think Tyranny was in the Boar 7. Yes, she was. Yeah, okay. they, they had her towards the end. They sort of snuck her in there. Okay. Well, the last like have, couple years. Okay. Well, you have Star Song, Cherry Lee, Pinkie Pie, Rainbow Dash, which doesn't really look like Rainbow Dash because of her hair. Her, her hair is orange. Her mane is orange, and her tail is purple. They're just like, screw it. We're going to pick one color from the mane and one color from the tail. What do you guys like? Well, I like orange. I like purple. Done. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> then you have... Either that or they put all the colors of the rainbow on a dartboard. And they threw darts. And the first two darts that hit, those were the colors. Well, see, that's how I think they came up with some of these names, okay? They put up colors that sound cute and then, you know, food. You know, someone threw a dart and they hit pinky. Someone else threw another dart and hit hit pie. And then it had rainbow and then they hit rainbow and someone hit dash. Okay, that's seriously how I think some of these names were thought up. (laughs) Bell. Sweets. Hmm. Sweetie Bell. Done. <laughs> um, but you, you got look this Sweetie Bell. I love her. Look at her. She's sitting. So have Tula Rula as well. Yeah, I mean, so back look to forward to the Dolly Mix episode because we will be doing a full episode because we also need to talk about those G ones. Yes, and there's yes, a lot of G1s. Yeah, and I never even knew about them, so, you know, shame on us Ugh. for not knowing. Every once in a while on the Arena Facebook group, someone, like, has a huge lot of Dolly Mix ponies, mm. and they sell them for, like, $10 each. And I'm never allowed to buy any. Okay. We have bills. Hey, mm. bills. <laughs> so, being a grown-up sometimes, doesn't it? It yeah. does. 
Whole, when but, I was little, I was like, I can't wait to be a grown-up, then I'll be able to do whatever I want. That was that was a lie. <laughs> I'm never going to do what I want. <laughs> I have responsibilities. <laughs> oh. All right. So what's, is the next one the Taco Bueno? talk a little bit more about those um, Netherland ponies because now there is a picture that more describes their base and it shows the base a little bit more. Um, first is Star Dancer. Star Dancer and her flip out looks like more like a mirror. She's got uh, a, yeah, pink a pink star for a base and a little mirror coming out of it. Yeah, that's the flip out part for the mirror. And then you have Cloud Dancer for clouds and flips out a little brush her hair with. Star bright. She actually is you pull her back. And you'll let it go, and she kind of, you know, just, it's one of those toys that, you know, you put it on the floor, you pull it back, and it just glides along the floor. Oh, and then the cat tries to chase it and knock it over. Yeah, I know about those. (laughs) And I'm not sure what the last one does, and I don't know why they call it Sugar Angel unless they change the name. Was it a? Did she smell nice? Was she like a perfume pony? I don't think so. Huh? I don't know what but, she does. It doesn't say. It doesn't. It's not immediately obvious. Nope. So she just has moon boots. But yes, now on to the Taco Bueno and Church's Chicken. Taco Bueno, of course, is first. You have Minty, and you have. Pinkie Pie. Um, I like the tails because they have a little bit more dimension to them than the Happy Meal ones. Because if you look at Minty, it looks more natural because you have some of the hair that's been that's in the mold, and it's going across the legs a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, I also, I, I like the fact that the whole thing is like that shiny, glossy. There's I love glossy. Anything shiny and glossy is okay in my book. But I, I'm, I'm really thrilled that that Minty isn't, like, it's it's what the donkey pose should have been but wasn't because she doesn't. Like, she's facing forward like her donkey pose is, but she doesn't have, like, the open mouth and the brain, I'm going to bite you look. Yeah. <laughs> so I really like this one. Yeah, she really did. As far so as... Kind of, it kind of gave her a little bit of an elegant look to the donkey pose. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if Hasbro is regretting the donkey pose now. I guess I look back and go, (laughs) (laughs) whoa. 
what were we thinking? I know. I look back and go, I seriously (laughs) think that's the day they went to the bar. You know, they had a liquid lunch, and they came back and said, I think we should do a funky. (laughs) Somebody took it seriously, and then the next day it was, oh, Why? Either that or they went to see um, Gabriel Iglesias the night before (laughs) and he did his impression of the troll from, um, oh God, Eddie Murphy was the donkey. Shrek. Yeah. He wasn't a troll, he was an ogre. Okay, ogre. And he went, don't get it. <laughs> I seriously think someone the night before went to that got drunk, came to work the next day, and said, we need to do a donkey. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Oh, you know, now I need to dig in my bait box and see if I have somebody in that pose and make a donkey custom. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you notice if you look further, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll notice that the bags they come in actually say collectibles. It doesn't say toys. Yeah. So they were, somebody was thinking, I wonder what would happen if we labeled this a collectible. Yeah. And... This one, this one what I'm kind of upset about, though, is this was a U.S. release, but since neither Church's Chicken nor T- Taco Bueno exist in Oregon, I've never seen these. Actually, on Amazon, they have, there is a seller that has two of the... Um, Church's chickens of the minty, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, it is like they're they're wanting twelve dollars and ninety five cents plus five dollars in shipping. Wow, that's kind of steep. Mm. Yeah. Did you, uh, did I tell you someone is selling a baby G one Greek moon dance baby moon dancer with the accompanying doll for $8,000 in American dollars. It's yeah, like 6,000 some odd euros. Yeah, I saw that and it was like, um, good luck with that. <laughs> well, but see, what's crazy is I'm I'm sure it'll probably sell because I know that there are people out there that have paid thousands of dollars for Greeks and for the the Japanese ponies and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but I, mean, I looked into it because she wasn't actually, the, the seller wasn't actually saying um, what they were, what they wanted for it. Like you had to contact them directly. And they sent yeah. me a message back. Yeah, they sent me but, one back too and let me tell you exactly what what she put down for the price. Facebook. 
when she told me that, it was just like, you seriously need to get off of whatever you're smoking because unless it's mint and packaged, Oh my, my response God. was that I couldn't justify spending that much on a pony that I couldn't ride. But yeah. that I'm sure she would find a seller because I know there are people who totally collect those things and are pro- would probably be willing to spend that much. So I wish her good luck on her sales and everything, which is true. I I I, I don't. I I do wish her good luck on her sales, and if someone's willing to pay her that much for that, more power to her. I say. Yeah, she actually she said I'm asking thousand five hundred euros for her. That's eight thousand one hundred eight dollars and fourteen cents in U.S. She is willing to do a payment plan. Well, I'd hope so. <laughs> you know, you can you can put a Greek pony on layaway. Well, I do and payment the- plans for custom ponies, so my custom ponies don't run upwards of $8,000. Although if I thought someone would pay me $8,000 for a couple of cu- for a custom pony or two, I might actually be able to get a down payment for a house. There you go. <laughs> Somebody wants to pay me $8,000 for a custom pony, I'll pay off my student loans. See, unfortunately, I don't do customs. I'd have to sell my entire collection. I thought, you know, I thought it was really fun. You know, my mother and I were, and I said, like, on Halloween, we were at the doctor's office, and I was talking with the woman. She was talking about how she found a couple of um, things on eBay that they're, like, asking, like, like several hundred dollars for it. And it's like, that's nothing. I, to- I told her about uh, Rapunzel and how much she can go for. Oh, goodness. Rapunzel and then Mimic. Yeah, and you know what my mother sat there and said, "Hey, look at that! We can, you can, you can sell your collection, and we can pay off the house." And I just stared at her, kind of like, "You just sit down, and you just shut up, and uh, I better go home and cut my pony." <laughs> because you know, I, I, you know, I do tell her, you know, if worse came to worse, and I was in the most desperate situation, you know, I would suck it up take pictures of the entire collection and I would let it go because I mean certain situations you just you just have to let it go. And unfortunately, you know, I've seen that on on on, on the arena of several people who've had to sell off a good a good chunk of their collection because something happened. Yeah. Well, but I mean, the beauty of collecting something is that in the event that you do have an emergency, you have something that you can liquidate to get the cash to cover the emergency. Now, obviously, one hopes that they never have to have that kind of an emergency. But truthfully, that's the reason why when people purchase collectibles, they're looking to purchase a collectible that has a reasonable chance of appreciation as far as financial value goes. Because in the event that you need to sell it, 
You you want to be selling it for more than you spent, not for less. Yeah. Um. Because and I. It's. I'm I'm I always. I know there are people who, when they sell their their collections because something happens, they're they're some they sometimes get a lot of crap because people treat them like oh they aren't a real a real fan. They're just collecting ponies to resell them. They're scalpers, boo. But that's I, that's yeah. really unfair because sometimes life happens and you really have yeah. to get down to the basics. You don't have space for something anymore or you need fast cash, you know, for hospital yeah. bills, repair a car, I, whatever. And you give someone a hard time, but in that position, you're, it's not cool. Well, I remember there was one person, you know, she did a raffle because she something happened to her cat. Her cat had to have surgery, you know, and and it was a surgery that if the cat had it, she'd be perfectly fine. You know, it wouldn't debilitate her, you know, any further. And she had to put up a couple of things for a raffle. And I remember, I mean, this was way back when, when people did not, you know, if someone put up something because they they were desperate, you know, people did not just go, oh, yeah, you know, they didn't get hassled. You had people in the pony community going, you know what, I don't want a raffle ticket. You know, can I just donate something to you? I remember, I'm I'm about to cry because that was when I first joined the pony community and people were so awesome. And that was only a few years ago. That was like 2009. And I just, so many people are just not that nice anymore. And I miss that about the pony community, that sense of taking care of each other, you know? I just, I'm going to cry. That came unfortunately with the bro- with the bad part of the bronies. You know, I'm saying the bad elements, and I am calling the bronies because of something I saw on Friday that I wish I never saw. It melted my brain. It will be the topic of tonight's ponies after dark. I will not digress anymore. But, yeah, there was one person, she had to sell off a good portion of her collection because her house caught on fire. And she Mm. needed the money to rebuild. And I I remember, you know, people would go, you know what, I don't, you know, I want to put this much into the raffle, but you know what, whatever else I put into it, don't give me any more tickets, you know. I I did that several times. Yeah, I, I, I do remember it. I do remember a couple of the raffles that people have had for you know, surgeries for sick pets, 
um, money that for a friend, not even for themselves, you know, just yeah. to help somebody else out. Well, and and I mean, really, which of us would ch- wouldn't choose, you know, a pet that's a member of the family over a toy? As much as we love our yeah. ponies, a family member, even a four-legged, six-legged, eight-legged, or no-legged family member, depending on yeah. what your pet is, is <laughs> probably going to take priority over your collection because it's a living thing. You know, you can eventually rebuild your collection. Once a pet dies, no matter how many other pets you get, it's not going to be the same as the one that died. I know because I love, almost all my pets, my cats are always gray, but they're never the same cat. They, they, even if people say, Oh, that looks just like your other cat. They don't act the same. They're completely different personalities and um, I just I wish that we could get back to that nice place in our community where when someone said I have a sick animal or a sick friend or I am having to downsize we're losing the house or whatever that people were, were more loving and caring about it instead of accusatory and what can I get for myself you know but maybe maybe it's not possible to I mean is it really possible to go back in time to a kinder gentler time that's I suppose that's the unending question of humanity is can we go back there and is there was there ever even a kinder, gentler time, or is that our our mind making a memory for us of a kinder, gentler time? I think so. And, and you know, Doctor Bristol has just been posting in the in the chat room, and I do have to share some of this. You know, he did say that you know he was lucky to go to college without taking out any loans. Um, if federal state aid is not enough, and if aid from private Sources exhausted. Selling collections can help a student with college expenses. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know he doesn't sell any ponies, probably because of sentimental value. And to me, each one of the ponies I have gotten while collecting does have a sentimental value. Okay. I remember the very first pony. I bought off of eBay, and that was one of the wingers. Unfortunately, I don't remember the exact name of it, but I remember the very first one I bought, and that was in 2005. We're talking almost 10 years. I still look at it and say, you were my first pony I purchased for myself. The pony that I received from an ex, when I was sick, despite the fact that, yeah, the relationship went downhill, but you know what? That pony, I, to me, you know, showed, you know, the caring that, that he had when we were together. 
you know. Yeah, there were some ponies that, yeah, I bought a big lot of them. But you know what? It was the personal time I had with them, cleaning them up, you know. Everybody says, you know, collecting, getting an item and just, you know, keeping it. No. It can be the simple fact of getting it, cleaning it, restoring it, or if you can't do that, making it into something else that is beautiful. Yeah, what the essence of collecting really is, is not getting an item and then keeping it somewhere. It's getting an item and bonding with it somehow. Yeah. Where you find some way that it's connected to you or you're connected to it. Yeah, it's just like the Fluttershy I bought on, on Sunday. You know, I have a connection with her because, yeah, I was looking for her. I couldn't find her right away. I was about to give up, and she kind of just peeked out from behind someplace saying, here I am. It's the the talking pony that when the seller sold her to me, she said she doesn't talk anymore. It's ripping her head off. I mean, this is sounds like the worst case scenario. It is sitting (laughs) on my stool at the sink. I have her head ripped off. I've washed it. It's on the side drying. Brushing out her tail to get all those knots out, and all of a sudden, I'm yanking on her tail, and she goes, I love you. <laughs> oh, that's the perfect phrase. <laughs> and why, why do you keep telling me that story? <laughs> why do you keep telling me that story? Stop it. I thought I went over this last time you told that story. Oh. So can we move on to the many figures with brushable names? But, but wait, wait, wait. What I was getting at was when you said you wish we can go back to a simple time, the reason why I was going through everything Dr. Bristol posted, he also posted pony, the pony community has unfortunately been corrupted by modern age elements like cloppers. What is a clopper? With, oh, um, that's a difficult situation and explanation and probably best left for ponies after dark. Okay. We'll leave that into our ponies after dark. But yeah. when you said, I wish we can go back to simpler times, you said that at the same time he posted it. He posted, I wish we can go back to simple times. <laughs> But times are not that simple anymore. It's true. They're not that simple anymore. It's, well, you know, actually, I was having a discussion. This is only moderately related, but I was having a discussion with another group of people on Facebook earlier today. They were discussing Yaya Han. I don't know if any of you know who she is. But she's a fairly famous Asian cosplayer. She's been on Heroes of Cosplay. And she gets a lot of attention as far as a professional cosplayer. And an article was written about her, about how she has 
called the said that we have, the golden age of cosplay is over. And there was a huge there was a huge discussion about what actually ended the golden age of cosplay, if ever there was one. And it was basically decided by everyone who was participating in the conversation that the professional cosplayer is what ended the golden age of cosplay. Because it took something that was something people did because they loved the character and they loved costuming and dressing up and took it a commercial a commercial level where yeah. you get mean girl syndrome, why are you dressing like that character? You can't dress like that character because you're black, because you're white, because you're overweight, because you're too skinny, because you're too short, because you're too tall. And, you know, it. She, her and the people like her who, you know, cosplay for money that they win in competitions are what ended the golden age of cosplay as far as everybody who was involved in the conversation was concerned. And I think right. what we're seeing with My Little Pony <coughs> is that ponies have become not just collectible to a few people, but a collectible in and of themselves. That's why we're seeing vinyl Funko figures of Doctor Who's and, and all that nonsense. Um, custom ponies went from being something people did because they had ponies that couldn't be restored, so why not, to it's an industry. People do it for money. I do it for money. I'm not terribly successful at it. Like, you know, there are people that are much more successful at doing it for money, but it's it's gone from doing from being a hobby that's done out of a love for what you're doing to becoming an industry. And anytime anything becomes an industry, you've lost the golden age. It's no longer deals, it's about being practical. It's about um Cost, cost analysis, opportunity cost, um, it becomes an economic thing rather than something of the mind. But so, there are... But more about other, the money, less about the passion? Yes. But you do still so, have a lot that are just still doing it because of the passion. I see a lot of well, posts going up on Facebook. I forget who, who her name is. She makes these customs, and she's not posting them saying, I'm going to sell this. She's posting going, look at what I've created, and you just look at it, and you fall in love with it. Well, I mean, well, it's like that with cosplay, too. There's still plenty of people who cosplay because they like to dress up as the characters. I love to dress up as Yomiko Reedman still. Go up to people, just like randomly, like, grab their shoulder and go, book? Put my hand up. <laughs> You'd be surprised what happens when you do that. Um, <laughs> you get that some people will actually look to see if they have something that they like a book that they can give you. you know? <laughs> but but at the same time, I've also I, I have had people tell me that I shouldn't be cosplaying because my boobs aren't big enough or my boobs are too big. I have had people tell me that. 
I'm too old to play that character. I'm not old enough to play that character. Or what are you supposed to be? Are you like a Jehovah's Witness or something? God, I miss it. What I miss is when people recognize some of the classic animes. That's what I'm in manga. That's what I miss. But mm-hmm. yeah. But but that is another story and shall be told at another time. Um, but basically, what I'm saying is, I think I think what what we're seeing in the pony community right now is because industries have come out of this passion as 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 they must. It it's it's inevitable um, as something that starts off as a passion and grows and becomes popular, it's inevitable that industries and 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 commercialism is going to come out of it, at least in the United States. I don't know. I'd love to see what would happen in Tibet. But anyway, um I've heard good things. Um <laughs> but um I think what we're seeing anymore in the pony in the world of ponies is that it's not about passion, and even the people that claim it's about passion still really about image, which isn't really about passion at all. You know, it's it's being being part of something, but not for the right reasons. You know, being a part of something because it's the thing to be a part of right now. All your friends are doing it. And of course that's inevitable too though. I mean, look at any any high school. All the people who pretend to have an interest in whatever their high school is known for, whether it be sport a particular sport or a particular academic challenge or or whatever, and that's the thing to be a part of. Even if you actually have no earthly interest in it. I went to a lot of the football games with my friends, and we cheered for the home team. Whoa, go Tigers! I still have no idea how football is scored. <laughs> I could not tell you. Okay. I, I know it is not like one, you you know, it gets across the goal and you get one point. There's, like, different levels for how you got it there. I don't know. You don't actually have an actual interest in football. But I did have an actual interest of spending time with my friends who appeared to have an actual interest in football. (laughs) The best job I've ever had because I went to my little cousin's peewee football game and I met my future boss because he was selling – it was my boss from Coffee People. And you you know if there is a coffee kiosk, I'll be there. (laughs) So I went and I was getting my raspberry mocha and, of course – as anybody who listens to the show knows, I don't shut up. So <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was cold and talking a lot and waiting for my caffeine, so which would inevitably, of course, fuel more talking. <laughs> and I was, the, 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 the guy that was making my drink was the store manager of the coffee people that I would inevitably work at. And when he found out that we were neighbors, He's like, oh, you're from Metzger? I'm from Metzger. You still live there? I still live there. You should work for me. <laughs> I was like, I've pretty much just done retail. I've, I've, I've ne- I drink a lot of coffee, but I've never actually made anything. He's like, oh, no, I can, I can teach you how to make coffee. Can you be to work on time? Yeah. Well, great, because I can't teach you that. You either know how to get your hands to work or you don't. But, I mean, 
I kind of got off on a on a nostalgia track bunny trail there. Anyway, the point is 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 it's inevitable that when something becomes popular, people join because they don't want to be left out. And they try to talk the talk even though they actually have no clue what they're talking about. Yes. But I think that's what because of the success of Friendship is Magic because it is in all honesty a really well-made show with engaging characters, character development and growth, storylines, moral lessons, fantastic voice acting. Um, There's a lot of good things to say about the show, which is why I watch it. Although I will say season four kind of got away from them a little bit. Um, But with with the uh, when something becomes popular, and it's not just a small group of people that are there supporting each other out of a love for this thing that nobody else knows about. It does move from the quote-unquote golden age into the mainstream, and that opens it up to all the regular pitfalls of society. Yep. I'm sorry, I went off there for quite quite a long time. I'm a, I apologize. That, that's that's quite all right. I think everybody is used to it. That's all right. It, it was it, it was an interesting little uh, uh, segue into a little bit of nostalgia. We're just we're just listening. Also, I'm on like my third cup of coffee now, so <laughs> my third cup of eggnog coffee. So that might be part of it. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's okay. Coffee does that to me, too. So we yeah. have, See, um, for my mom, for my mom, alcohol does that. But for me, it's coffee. <laughs> so, um, I think we have a, we have just enough time to do a few more things before we head into Ponies After Dark and we head into our next topic, which uh, for those who are listening via the web, you will have to download, and I do suggest you do download because, yeah, this is going to be one of those ones that, yeah, it's going to be a long one. And, and it's going to probably be controversial, and and you'll either love us when, you, when it's done or you will despise us. Yes. And I will state yes. this now that if you do listen to this show with your children, once I state Ponies After Dark has started, uh, tuck, just like you know what Marge Simpson said, uh, I think it's about time you tuck the little kike in, uh-huh. and then you go ahead and listen on your own. <laughs> and uh, believe me, if you allow your child to listen, I am not responsible. You have been warned. The disclaimer <laughs> has been levied. <laughs> Ponies After Dark is specifically called that because it is the grown-up gloves come off section of the show. It it came about, for those of you who don't know, when um, Pandora and some of her her original co-hosts didn't realize that it continued recording after yeah. the live audience we, left. We actually planned an entire show. <laughs> and we thought, cool, this is going to be all secret and stuff. 
And then you know, I got started getting emails the next day going, yeah, I can't wait for your next show. I can't wait for that. Wait a minute. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> so I mean, it's a great thing. You know, we get two hours to go ahead and actually do the show, and then we get an extra hour afterwards. You know, for as much as, as for as much money as is put into this show, um, yeah, we we deserve it. <laughs> that's all I will say. Ah, uh, that I, sort I, of reminds me of when that one person was like, "I pay good money for this show, and I demand things." Yeah, like, I really demand you know, somebody. Yeah, <laughs> Who I, are you I, paying? I, I, I would like to know who they paid because it was not me because I paid the bill. Okay. Every month, my card gets charged for blog talk radio. <laughs> so, whoever you pay it, it wasn't me. That is, I think, one of my favorite rants that we've ever had to endure for your show. You do? Yep. <laughs> We're not getting any of it. <laughs> Although, if you would like to give us money to ramble on about pony nonsense, I, I my PayPal is. Yeah, I would. I mean, I, I, I would. There, there have been several times where seriously, I've, I've literally struggled and had to think. You know, is. Is funding the show worth it? Because I currently have no money, but somehow made it through. <laughs> I think that's when the pony got looked at. Oh no, she's going to cancel the show. Okay, someone hit the good thing button. Hit it! Hit it! Hit it! Hit it! Hit it. Did she get it? Did she get it? Yeah! Yeah! Yep! Yeah, yep! Yeah. She got it. Nope, nope. The, the hand is moving away from the cancel button. Okay, we are we are safe. <laughs> because I mean, it you know it it doesn't sound like a lot. It is twenty nine dollars per month. I, I I understand that doesn't sound like a lot, but so well, it's a lot when you don't yeah. have it. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's horrible when you're looking at it from the point of view of you get your medication that you need to take because if you don't take it, you are just going to go completely insane. (laughs) You You are going to be like so out of it that you don't know. You think up is down and down is sideways and, you know. I don't know if you you try it. Anyway. Should we move on to the? Yeah, let's move on to the Avon book slash beauty set. Um, the Avon book is, of course, Sunny Days, and it is. I think this is again the McDonald's mold, but this is the first time you're seeing Sunny Days in this mold. In this mold. Eerie oh, was, this the, was this the sunny days that was um, the all plastic mane and tail? And I think there was a, no. um, a rash in the same no. mold. But it was either a party favor or came with a playmat. Yeah, 
No, no, this is, this is, um, she's in the kimono pose, and she's got brushable hair, but a molded tail. Oh, okay. Like I said, it's a total McDonald's toy, because that's, that's the McDonald's toy. It's a molded tail, and it's a brushable mane. Oh. Come with a book and beauty set. It's called Playhouse. Um, let me see if I can. Let's see. This is where the my little wiki comes in handy, especially when you're at the top. Playhouse. Let's see. Okay. No. It's fine now. Ah! Okay, let me try sunny days. Okay. I'm trying to find a bit more information on the book. Okay, let's Avon Playhouse My Little Pony. Nope. Let's try Avon My Little Pony. Oh, Avon still has uh, My Little Pony thing. Okay. I, I am either completely missing it or there is absolutely no additional information on this one. Mm. There might just be no additional information. Huh. Yeah, because I'm seeing um, the current ponies that are... Aha, aha, aha. I found it. Yay! I got her snack. Okay, sorry. Sorry about that. I had to deal with the screaming child. Okay, it's um, another trading post. Sorry, what what are we on now? It's another trading post link. Ah, okay. And I'm trying to post it in the chat room. There we go. Unfortunately, no one gives any information about the actual playhouse. <coughs> well, it looks like it's cardboard. I can tell you yeah. that much. That's about all we can find out about it. But um, 
Also, we have Wisteria with the Princess Promenade Storybook, which, of course, came with the Princess Promenade Storybook. You had Wisteria, which, again, is in the Happy Meal Toys Plastic Tail, Brushable Mane. You came with a cardboard tiara and a coat. As well as some looks like some jewels that you can go ahead and put on the ponies. Always fun. So mm-hmm. we have sixty seconds. So do we want to go ahead and say pony night nights? Sure. Is pony night nights live audience? Yes, this is a live audience. Um, if you are continuing to listen, you can continue to listen. Okay. So here's Kimono. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. And here is your warning. We are 47 seconds away from going into Ponies After Dark. Um, again, this is going to be a very controversial one. Yep, that's, that, that is right. It is 47. It is 30, 30 seconds until, you know, adult time. And this topic actually comes about from me seeing something. I'm going to talk a little bit about it. I found a I – was, I was on YouTube on Friday. I had watched um, The Bunny House, of course, which is about, you know, you know, the Playboy Bunny who got kicked out of the house and had to go and was um, house mother to a sorority. There was a song that, you know, I, I listened to in there and I was still working and I wanted to uh, take and, you know, listen to the song again. So I YouTube the video, listen to the song. When What to My Wondering I Should Appear once it was actually completed, was another thing. Because, you know, YouTube always will look at what you have recently listened to or watched was something called Bronies React MLP Generation 3. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, this might be a little interesting to watch. So once I was done with work, I turned it on. I I, I, I wish I could scrub my brain, every image, every word out of it. This YouTube video... I mean, it just proved more to a point that, you know, yeah, there are some bronies out there who are trolls. However, they should not be called trolls. They should be called brony scum. Well, I wouldn't go... I I wouldn't go that 
that far because while I did find the video in question, I watched the whole thing too. I didn't watch the extras. Yeah, that's um, true. I, I found. Both. Yeah, oh. I, I I feel that we should remember that what they did was obviously edited together, and it is clearly meant to entertain people. So I don't think that they're – like when we discuss things on the show, we say how we actually feel and we discuss our actual – views on the pony we're whatever pony we're we're looking at what we liked what we didn't and and it's very logical sort of but i think that brony's react isn't probably meant to be taken as like it's not meant to be like our show it's meant to probably entertain other bronies. It's probably not meant to be an because they they only showed bits and pieces of different shows that they were watching. So I I strongly suspect it's just meant as a way for them to make an entertaining show that supposedly bronies reacting to previous generations of pony show show not not product and i wouldn't i i don't think we should call them scum but i do feel that the tone with which they did their show was a bit offensive i think it was beyond offensive okay but i again i didn't see the extras so i have no idea what they cut out maybe the extras were I, just like <laughs> over the top oh my god let me put it to you this way. I they 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 talked about, you know, they lumped generation three point five into this. Which I could slap someone silly. Yeah, was, because if you can put the two you can put the two uh character designs together and clearly see that they're not the same thing. But yeah, the, I did, you know I unfortunately didn't start taking notes until they actually started talking about the G point five. So, do you remember anything about the the G three point five? Which, you know, even the pony community themselves said, you know what, three point five. That was a disaster. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I think we should be really truthfully honest. The G3 movies and shows were not well done. No. They weren't well written, they weren't well animated, and they weren't well voice acted. However, they were made for children. They weren't made, you know to entertain those of us who are above the age of five, four, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, they were specifically geared towards little girls. That it was not... Yeah. The, you can watch the G3 movies and 
go, okay, you know, maybe if I was a six- or seven-year-old little girl and I wanted to sit down and watch something with bright-colored ponies and rainbows and singing and happy, I'd watch this. But since I'm nearing 3.30, I really don't – I want something a little more cerebral. Well, and and, and realistically, I mean, if we look back at the stuff that we did watch in the 80s, like Thundercats and Transformers, I'm hoping I'm not the only person who watched that stuff. If you go back and watch it, if you go back and watch it as an adult, as I did one day, I was like, holy moly. Why why does Wiley Kit sound older than Lionel? <laughs> but see, that's different. Yeah. Yeah, it just that is different than what these first of all they were trying to compare it to friendship is magic. You cannot take a show that was something that was produced once and when it's been recreated compare the two okay yeah I mean because they're completely different groups of people that made these shows too yeah that is I mean I, I hate to use the same thing over again that's like taking the old original Sailor Moons and comparing them to the new ones. You can't. No matter how you look at it, how you flip it, you can't not take and really, you know, sit there, look at them side by side and, you know, critique them. It's the whole apples and oranges thing, I guess. Apples, oranges, and perverts. (laughs) Is exactly what good way of putting it. Because I didn't make any notes about the three point five part, and frankly, I was not about to take and rewind it and put myself back in there because literally. I thought my brain melted and fell out of my head while watching this. <laughs> oh, no. A 42-minute YouTube clip took me two hours to watch. <laughs> That's bad. How long did it take you to watch, Nishi? Oh, I don't know, but I'm in the middle of arguing with um, Dr. Bristle in the chat room, so hold on a second. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did I just, did I start an argument? Well, it's the risky run when we get on a subject kind of like this. it's, it's, It's actually not even about this. I'm I'm just correcting him because he said Sailor Moon has an alicorn, and I told him no, Sailor Moon has a has a Pegasus with a horn, and he was trying to tell me that alicorn is a Pegasus unicorn hybrid, which it isn't, because in the book, let me go get my books. Let me go get my books. 
yeah, careful when I walk books. Anyway, is it in this room? Story. It is not in this room. Hold on, I need to go to the other room. I have. I I studied unicorns. I've been studying unicorns like they're an actual animal since like for the last thirty years. My husband thinks I'm retarded. So anyway, I have a <laughs> lot of books on the subject. That's okay. I've been studying dragons the same way. Okay. Just okay. one thing I do have to say Dr. Bristol. Um, I'm not saying all bronies are trolls. I'm saying that there is a group of them. Um, you are lucky you've come into listening to the show, being in the chat room when we have no don't don't worry about being argumentative. Okay. We, we we like that because that keeps us on our toes. But you, as I said, you've come in, and so far we have not had any attacks by any trolls. I will call them, and I'm going to knock on wood, which means I'm leaning over and knocking on my bed because it is completely <laughs> made wood, a hundred percent, and it's not pressed board wood; it's real wood. That we don't get anymore, but they were they were foul, and they were as foul as these people were in these videos. And Nishi only watched the forty two minute one; she didn't even go on to the bonus. I, I hurt my brain, and I went on to listen to the twenty minute one, the extra twenty minutes, and my mother listened to part of this. And she agreed. These people are idiotic, stupid, and, you know, should not own computers. And the worst part about this whole video is the one person who is in it is a person I once respected as a YouTuber because he does um, The Sims. He does a, a whole series about the Sims games. Mm-hmm. I can no longer respect him. That's a shame. Because of this video. Because as okay, you know what? I have too many books on unicorns. Also, where that laughter? You will knock it off, sir. Um... <laughs> Okay, Dr. Bristles, I will have to look through my books with my reading glasses on and and find it, but I don't just because a bunch of bronies decided to call winged unicorns alicorns because someone heard the term and didn't know what it meant and thought that that's what what it must be and it became so popular that Hasbro adopted it does not mean that's actually what an alicorn is because the term actually goes back to either 1970 or 1980 somewhere in there and I will find out of my extensive library completely devoted to unicorns the book and I will send you the book and the the all the information, page number, author, year of publishing, but it predates Friendship is Magic by 30 effing years. So trust me, an alicorn is just the the name of a unicorn's horn, just like your fingers are phalanges. An alicorn (laughs) is not a winged unicorn. A winged unicorn is a winged unicorn, and they never existed 
until like the 1990s, and that's only because eventually people started drawing, little girls started drawing wings on unicorns, because why the heck not? Pegasus is a creature from Greek mythology. The unicorn is a creature from mostly gaining popularity in the early days of the Christian church, has been attributed to certain Greek myths, but not in the way that we use it today. So if you would like, I can I can look I can send you all the information, but I just I don't know where I put my reading glasses and I have far too many books on unicorns. <laughs> Hi. If you want Dr. Bristol, um you can hit me on Facebook. Um I'll just give you my name. Um Amy Showers, just like Wayne Showers. Hit me up on Facebook if you want me to go ahead and give your name over to Nishi and you can continue this discussion. <laughs> I will be more than happy to to hand over your information to us. <laughs> if I went if I went to college, no doubt I would somehow find a way to write a thesis on unicorns. So let's just let's just be clear here. The only time you should ever attempt to discuss unicorns with me is if you are prepared to recognize me as an expert. When I was little, like four, I would sit out under a tree in my grandma's front yard. Okay. And sit there all day waiting for Nishi. a unicorn. Nishi. Yes. You're queuing up our hour. Sorry. <laughs> but Back I am right. To the topic at hand. Okay. We will start with, unfortunately, as I said, I did not take any notes about the G3.5. And yes, I actually took notes because. This was so crazy that I knew I would not remember everything. We'll start with um, the Rainbow Princess movie. Okay. The Runaway Rainbow? The Runaway, yeah, the Runaway. I, I named it the Rainbow Princess movie to say. Remember what it was? I, no. It's, well, it's the Runaway I, Rainbow. I, I thought it was a very sweet movie. Okay. But these people seriously need to be taken out and shot at because they're saying about sexual innuendos in the movie. They're talking about... Oh, really? You know, in a pony movie? Yeah. They're talking yeah, about it was kind of bad. Yeah, they were talking about when they were washing the carriage and the bubbles. They were talking about the bikini car wash. And they seemed really concerned in what, when there was a scene where baby um, Princess Rarity inching after a little inchworm that was inching around the floor and not paying attention at all because she's a baby. And uh-huh. that's what babies do. Yeah. And um, apparently they found that disturbing. Oh, no, they actually, I, and I have the exact words here, and because it's ponies after dark, I will use them. They basically said she was fucking the ground. Interesting choice of phrase. I'm not really sure how one would physically do that. Well, 
if you watch the movie and you see when she's inching, how her body's moving. But you know how- again, it was meant to show that she's a little kid, and yeah. that little kids they get distracted easily and they copy. They no, copy that's the comic I got from Peter S. Spiegel. You'll like it. <laughs> but yeah, they'll do things that you know. What you know to a perverted mind, and that's what I'm saying. These people have are perverted minds. Would look perverted. When well, in reality, just... you, you look at it and think, "Oh, that is so cute! Look, she's mimicking the inchworm as she's moving." Yeah, it's supposed to it's supposed to just remind you that she's a little kid, toddler or, or, or elementary school age if she was a person. You know? Yeah. I mean cuz little kids do weird stuff like that. When I was 3, I didn't understand that mommy cats taught baby cats how to be cats, so I thought I had to teach the baby cats how to eat cat food, which is an unfortunate thing that I will never forget, which is now when I say this smells like cat food or this tastes like cat food, I actually know what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> um, but little kids, you know, they they have a different perspective on the world. It's not cluttered up with things like reality and yeah. sense and, and limitations. A baby's mind, a little kid's mind is just an open gateway uh, for things to go in and for them to learn how to experience their world. And that's what Rarity was supposed to be doing. You know, she saw a little, a little caterpillar inchworm and was copying it because it was amazing to her. And that's what kids do. And the fact that they decided to take it to a place that, wasn't about that, that they decided to take it to a place that was about sex was incredibly distressing to me. I'm not, I mean, and actually the runaway rainbow, cause I've seen, I actually, they were all, all on Netflix and I, I watched them all one day and I survived. Um, <laughs> the runaway rainbow is for, is for the most part, actually one of the better G3 movies, one of the better G3 yeah animated things because um, a lot of them are way over the top sugary sweet and the runaway rainbow is actually way more moderated but then they also seem to be really confused by the fact that in G3 Rarity was a baby unicorn that looked nothing like Rarity and she was a princess so she was princess Rarity this seemed to but, like blow their minds. But and Rainbow Yeah, and, and Rainbow Dash was the fashionista. And and, kept, and the funniest thing is they kept going every blue pony. Is that Rainbow oh Dash? God, is that Rainbow Dash? It's like really And you again, know, I, I mean 
I didn't watch the the extras like you did. But I mean, while watching it, I had to. That's why I say, you know, maybe this is something that they're doing over the top for entertainment value, aimed specifically at brony audiences. I think but it's aimed the same. At the brain dead. <laughs> that's it, that, that's possible too. <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, it just I. I, I I got what what I found a little tedious was there what the the cowboy brony was all like oh my gosh Rainbow Dash what did they do to you what did they do to you no dude you don't get it this is the first Rainbow Dash yeah you should be looking at Rainbow Dash and going my how you've grown and look you have wings now. I like your character better now. Not, oh my God, what did they do to you? No, they. This is yeah. the first one. She didn't. They and didn't do anything to the Rainbow Dash that you have apparently fantasized about since the show started. This is where they got the idea for a blue pony with a rainbow symbol. They just decided that Rainbow Dash seems like a name that should be for a sportier pony because Dash. And yeah. it makes. Yes, Friendship is Magic Rainbow Dash is an awesome pony, and I love her. And, yes, she is, I think, way cooler as Friendship is Magic. A lot more cooler. Shut up. (laughs) Peanut Gallery. (laughs) The rabble. Um, Rainbow Dash, is a. I, I feel like they really gave her a serious upgrade when they brought her into G4. I love what they've done with her in G4. But that does not mean that it was, you know, someone stole a TARDIS and went back in time and ripped her wings off and replaced her brain with rarities. Shut up! (laughs) And... uh, Uh, These people, they they looked at G3... But, you know, they were expecting G4. Watch. G3, because let, let's, we, we, this is how we do numbers, people. One, two, three, four. Three the only reason there's a 3.5 is because we refuse to recognize that as its own thing. It was like Twilight Zone. <laughs> Except for the newborn cuties. Yeah, the G3 ponies are kind of like the funky cousin in the family tree that you really only talk about them around the holidays. Yeah. You get together and you're like, oh, yes, we're so glad you could make it this year. Um, But that doesn't mean, just because the, the current line they did a good job with as far as the show specifically the show, because the G3 toys were way better than the G4 yeah. toys. I love oh, the yeah. blind bags. I love the blind bags. But that's because the blind bags are show accurate. They're tiny. Yep. They're show accurate. And there's sparkle ponies and clear ponies. and, and But the brushables, they're all the same pose with a different head. 
The heads yeah. don't match the bodies still yeah. because they're not made of the same plastic from head to body. The tails are yeah. too small, and the tails are coming out the butthole. They're, they're not... They're not anatomically coming out where a tail should be coming out of. I'm just look at it. Look at your look at your unboxed G4s. You will see what I'm talking about. If we're going to discuss, yes, yes, Doctor Bristol, that is exactly what I said. Look at where that tail is coming out of. That is not where a tail comes out of on a horse. I'll tell you. No, unfortunately, okay. she's right. I'm looking at my G4s, and that's not where a tail's supposed to come out of. <laughs> it is not. If we're going to talk about quality, the show that Friendship is Magic is by far the highest quality of pony shows, and I am a huge G1 show fan. I have it on DVD now. I make my husband watch it when he's naughty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I stream wars. Um, but the, the, as far as toys go, the G3 far surpasses the G4. The only hiccup in that was the G3.5 restyle because they all look like carnivorous horse dragons and they're terrifying. As I believe I mentioned when we covered them earlier last year. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean... I mean, these people, I mean, seriously, I think when they were watching this, they were thinking G4. When the breezes came up, okay, they were like, oh, my God, it's just a tiny horse with wings. And they don't talk like gibberish. You can understand what they said. i got to say, the the G4 breezes, when I first heard about them, I was so excited. I was like, oh, my gosh, we're getting breezes back. I love breezes. Because I loved my little G3 Breezy toys. I thought that actually the artwork that they had for them in the uh, the storybooks and in some of the uh, the movies, they looked cute. Yeah. But then we got the G4 Breezies, and I was not quite as happy as I thought I was going to be. They just... They, they they look funky to me. I, I don't really like them as much as the G3 Breezies. They, and they I don't like the fact that they speak in gibberish. I'd like to be able to understand what they're saying. Well, and the one that you can't understand speaks in German. Yeah. Like, and not even real German, like a pretend German accent. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the one wanted. They wanted the fake German accent. I mean, I'm sorry, there is no Fluttershy here to interpret if they talk in gibberish. But the worst part about it was, in the movie, the Breezies are all heading into um, Unicopia. Unicornia. Yeah, Unicornia. Oh, and they made fun of the name, Unicornia. Which I thought was really hypocritical, since if we remember in the G or in the second season of My Little Pony: Friendship Is Magic, Heartwarming Eve, the Christmas episode, their Christmas play specifically says that when the three tribes of pony—the Earth Ponies, the Unicorns, and the Pegasuses—or Pegasi, or however you want to call them—they're still the jury's still out on that one. When they went to find their new land. The Earth ponies just called it Earth. 
because they couldn't call it Ponyland, apparently. Um, the Pegasus tribe called it Pegasopolis, and the Unicorn tribe called it Unicornia from the G3. The fact that they're making fun of the Unicornia, oh, my God, Unicornia, corny. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Your friendship is magic. People took it and used it, too. So yep. you're making fun of something that when it appeared in the show, you had nothing negative to say about it. Oh, yeah. Well, and there's so that plenty of corny names right in the new show anyhow. Yeah. Trotting ham. But um, the next thing they The big Appaloosa, of, the city of Appaloosa. Yeah. There's a Baltimore for crying out loud. <laughs> Canterlot. But um, the um, the next thing that, uh, that disturbed me was, I said the the Breezies were all heading there, and they're all yelling that they're coming. Oh no! I know where this is going. Yeah. I wanted, the, I wanted to slap the dick in the box. Oh man. And the reason why I wanted to slap the dick in the box was because all of these people were wearing costumes. You can stop saying it that way. Aww. Okay. There was a guy who had a box over his head, and that's what they called yes. it. Yes. Well. Two people. See, with names like face. that, you, you had to have known the whole thing was just going to be dumb. Yeah. Two people were wearing fake afros pretending to be dressed like they were from the 70s. And yet talking about things that happened way back in the 80s, which would have been very wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Yep. Then we had one girl, which I loved her costume. She was a crazy cat pirate. Okay. A guy dressed as a cowboy. A guy with a spiked hat on. I thought the cat pirate girl. I thought I thought she was dressed as or cross playing as Vincent from Final Fantasy VII. Was she supposed to be a cat pirate? I, I, that's what I was guessing. She was a cat pirate. I I had taken my medication by this time, so. (laughs) (laughs) But then there was the black guy who was pretending to be a pirate, who has his own show about the Sims games. That was the guy I used to respect. Uh, okay. Then we get to newborn cuties. Well, I'm sure they ripped that one apart. Oh, they that one. The, they said the sun character no. was on drugs. Now, I will oh. admittingly. The the newborn cutie episode is very poorly animated. Yes. It is. Yeah, it is that very, was. It it is not good. But it was targeted to little girls. It was targeted to like babies. Yes. Okay. They indicated that the son was on drugs. That when Pinkie Pie hopped out of her chair, that she was dropping to her knees under the table. That all of 
baby ponies were on drugs. And they were making fun of how babies play and act. Babies are babies. They're going to act weird because they're babies. Yeah. Babies are going to bounce around. Well, and I'm going to admit that it's kind of weird to see ponies crawling like people, but with pony heads, that's terrifying. I, I, I'm not going to lie. That was terrifying. But, okay. but this can, was I at can... a point in the production where they were trying to market ponies not as actual ponies, but as anthropomorphic little girls. So... The fact that they were crawling like human babies but with pony heads, although terrifying to me personally, I understand what their thinking was with that. They were trying to, this is when they were, probably when they were starting to go something towards the Equestria Girls route, which, well, I'm going to say right now, those movies terrified me. Yeah. Just because I hated high school. (laughs) Yeah, but actually, if you think about it, the G3 line, um, the Ponybills had the anamorphics, where they were ponies, but they were totally acting like people. They were standing well, yeah. on two legs, blow-drying their hair, making cookies. Don-don's making cookies, girls. Hurry up on over, my little pony. My little pony, my little pony tails, my little pony tails. Ah, so, I found uh, a happy place. There you go. <laughs> stay in, stay in that happy place while I continue. Okay, insinuating that the episode should have been done with the movie from Psycho. Okay. That. The G three line that that all the, they were shout the, the shows were and movies were shallow, gross, made for kids to keep their attention while mom and dad are doing dishes or drugs. I'm not sure where they put. I uh, I don't even know. I mean, yes, the movies were made basically for the reason that a lot of the pony shows were originally made, which was to yeah. sell the toys. Yeah. And, well, and, and, and there has long been a stigma in animation and car- the, the world of cartoons that little girls don't watch cartoons, and if they do, they're... They're girls, so their shows can't be as intelligent or fast-paced as boys because it would break their fragile little minds. And that's bold. But that's how cartoons that were aimed at girls have been treated for the last 40 years. Yeah. Yeah, Unfortunately, you're right. And it's, it's refreshing. The reason why I love Friendship is Magic so much is because it's an intelligent show where the characters, even though they're all kind of a, a, a trope of a different type of girl, there's different types. You know, Rainbow Dash is an excellent athlete. And she's 
She's actually really smart, even though she learns in a different way than Twilight Sparkle does. Twilight Sparkle yeah. is a genius. Um, and Fluttershy is surprisingly tough, despite her sweet nature and being good with animals. And Rarity is actually a brilliant business person, especially okay, in the fashion yeah. industry. So we're trying to compare two different shows. Well, yeah, but the, what, what I'm trying to say is just because the current show is excellent doesn't mean that the everything that came before it should be treated with contempt. It's unfortunately right. just what we had to work with for quite a long time. Yeah. Um and and yes, yeah. it's it's nice to finally have a show where girls are treated with respect and they're they're powerful and they're independent and but they're not like cartoon like they're not like I don't know super over the top one thing or the other. There's traits from all the elements of harmony in each of the ponies, if you look at them, but they all have one trait in specific that that is more so than the others. Um, but, you know, it's not like Applejack's the only one that's honest and everybody else is a pathological liar. Um, it's just that Applejack most defines honesty more than the others. Um, but, again, just because current show that we have should be celebrated as wonderful doesn't mean that everything that came before it should be treated like filth. Well, see these guys, we should I all mean, be happy that they made such a huge leap from what they did with yeah. the G3 cartoon to the G4 cartoon. Yeah. Because, I mean, these guys were, you know, there was no script or storyline. Yeah. No, and in, in the in the the seven minute cartoons, no, there wasn't because you can't really get that much of a script or storyline in seven minutes. But yeah, I mean, were, I mean, you're comparing, you know, a seven minute clip thing to an actual movie. Okay, it's like comparing. Robot Chicken to a regular cartoon show. Well, it's like comparing the Scooby-Doo versions that are on Robot Chicken to Scooby-Doo. There you um, go. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just... There, there, there no, that's, a, that's actually a terrible analogy. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just... It was a, show is attempting to do with their show is a completely different objective than what was attempting to be accomplished with the prior generations of cartoon. You know, nobody went in, and back in time and tried to defile the characters that you love from now, but you should be aware that you wouldn't have a Rainbow Dash if there hadn't been a G3 Rainbow Dash who went around calling everybody Dolly. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh. I have a good one for you. Oh, go ahead. You brought that up. Um, 
I posted on the extra one, and I put in there, you know, you know, I love all this G3 bashing and G4 praising. If people would think about it, there would be no G4 without the success of G1, G2, and the bombing of G3.5, original fan base. G4 would never have been, would never have existed. That's true. I mean, look at Moon Dreamers, also by Hasbro, but have we seen multiple generations of Moon Dreamers? No, because it just it wasn't as successfully done as My Little Pony was. The, the right. cartoon for Moon Dreamers was not as well done as the, the cartoon for the original My Little Pony, even though it was actual people, you know, characters in Moon Dreamers and My Little Ponies with animals. It was way more successful. Um, What I was getting at was I had um, a comment about that. I knew I was going to get bashed for it. I don't really care. And they go, no, I think you you are wrong there. It was because of the train wreck that was Generation 3, especially 3.5, new IPs like Transformers being reworked with huge success that led them to seek for new talent, Lauren Faust. If I recall correctly, they gave her a DVD with newborn cuties and said, can you fix this? No, that's actually not what happened. Um, Lauren Faust was given the opportunity to make the cartoon for the G4 line because she was successful in making other cartoon shows, and she was involved in other shows, and Hasbro decided they wanted to rework their line. Not just because G3.5 bombed, but because G3 and G2 before it and G1 before that were successful. If the line had completely bombed, they would not have reworked it, they would not have redone it, there would be no G3. You know, that's something that a lot of people that are fans of the new show forget, that if this line had completely bombed, you know, in the early 2000s, Hasbro would have dropped it like a bad habit and never come back to it. Because why would you redo something that's not making you any money? That's not any good business sense. Look at what happened with G1. G1, they took a break, they rebranded, they brought it back. Yeah, it bombed in the U.S. They kept it going in Europe, but found that there were U.S. people going, I want that. I want that pony that's in Germany, that's in England, that's in Ukraine. If they they had given us unicorns to begin with, with G2s, I'm just saying. I I know. (laughs) Same here. All we got were Earth ponies. Yeah. Which were pretty, but... You know, when you're going from the G1 line to the G2 line, there's a serious lack of Pegasi and unicorns. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Earthies were always more numerous than unicorns or Pegasi, but um, they, they were just simply the only thing available in the U.S. when the G2s first came out was Earthies. Eventually, you know, overseas they got unicorns. They never really did get proper Pegasus. 
Yeah, they they got the the unicorns that had the clip-on wings. Yeah. And actually, um, for the people that make the comment of, oh, well, you know, Lauren just made the G4 pony so awesome and this was all an original idea, had nothing to do with the other generations, that's not true either. Because when she originally pitched the show, she took ponies from the G1 cartoon that she watched growing up, and she Mm -hmm. wanted to use them for the original G4 lineup. I have this picture somewhere on my computer, but there is... She she made up character designs for the original six ponies that she wanted to use as the main six. They were going to be G1 Twilight, uh, G1 Surprise, Posey, Firefly, Applejack, who pretty much stayed the same, and um, Sparkler. And then, you know, Hasbro had to rework them because they wanted name recognition with some of the stuff from the G3 line. And and they also lost some of the um, trademark for some of the original G1 ponies. They they had the trademarks from the G three still, but yeah. not from all of the G ones. Yeah. Because I mean, come on, all of the ponies that are in this show are G one. Some are G two, some are G three. Yeah. If, um. If those Rarity is just Sparkler in white. Yep. And she got the name Rarity because, let's face it, the Rarity Unicorn from the G3 line, not the most inspiring design. Um, But the name is cool. The name is cool, though, especially for a unicorn. Um, Rainbow Rainbow Dash evolved out of her design from Firefly because Firefly was her favorite G1 pony, Mm -hmm. she said. And she wanted there to be there to be that, that character in some way in the show. Um, the, in, in the original, in the pilot episode, which only appeared in the U.S. in, like, season four, um, as yeah. Escape from Midnight, or Rescue from Midnight Castle, um, Firefly was the one, like, rushing into battle. And so that became Rainbow Dash. You know, Firefly was doing the double inside-out loop, and Danger's my middle name, and, you know, that was that yeah. was Firefly. That oh, was yeah. my favorite Pegasus, too. Um, I still have my Firefly. Um, so, yeah, no, and... The big... Go ahead. So, yeah, I mean, the people who think that it's, like, that their show, the G4 show doesn't owe anything to the G1 show or the G1 fans or any of the fans that came before. They really are seriously confused about whether who Lauren Faust actually is and what she liked about My Little Pony and what she tried to bring to it. She said in an interview that she wanted to make a show where the ponies behaved the way she played with her toys because she didn't feel that the stories that they got in the cartoons were the way she played with her toys. They weren't how she 
imagine those ponies. So, the, I mean, really the reason why Friendship is Magic is so successful is because Lauren Faust was a G1 fan, and she played with G1 ponies. Is why Friendship is Magic is so successful. Because it came out of that passion that we were talking about earlier in the show, the love yes. for the ponies. See, there's a, there's a few things that, you know, you you just want to slap these people. Okay, they're sitting there saying that, you know, tea parties, ribbons, trying on dresses, giggling, bubble baths, pink, rainbows, they're all dressed. That G3 reinforces the little girl stereotypes that, you know, that's what you like. Pinkie Pie likes to have tea parties. Rarity loves ribbons and trying on dresses. Pinkie Pie giggles constantly. Rarity loves her bubble bath. And Pinkie Pie loves pink. And Rainbow Dash, for the love of God, can create a rainbow. There you go. The sonic, the sonic rainbow. The sonic rainbow. Um, That's where it came from. And I, at the end of season four, how they did, Tirak was the villain from Rescue from Midnight Castle. Mm-hmm. Scorpan, who eventually became a prince in that, that movie, that episode, whatever you want to refer to it as, he's mentioned in the, in that epi, the final episodes of season four, along with Tirak, because they were part of the same group at one point of bad guys, but Scorpan was reformed and Tirak was destroyed. The the fact that he was defeated with a rainbow is absolutely the way he was defeated in a, in Rescue from Midnight Castle. He was defeated by the rainbow of light, consuming the rainbow of darkness and then consuming Tirak. That is why when I got the opportunity to make someone a rainbow of light and darkness pony that's why I did that, because that is probably the, one of the most powerful battles in My Little Pony. We had actual bad guys, dang it. And that got lost for a long time, and it came back with G4, and we and I love that. But that oh. wouldn't be a thing if we didn't do it first. Yeah, uh, if you go back and look at the G1 episodes, they still they had that element of adventure and and danger almost, and it was it was more than just, you, you know, it was more than just the ponies goofing off being ponies. They were actually going and doing things and having adventures, and they brought that back in the G4 line. And, yeah, that was definitely something that was lacking in the G3 movies, but here's the good thing about the movies. If you don't like them, you don't have to watch them. If you exactly. don't like them, then they're probably not made for you. You know, well, you there's know tons of different versions of shows that I loved growing up that have been reworked now that I hate. And you know what the funny Rainbow thing is? Bright. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that what show? I do is I don't get on the Internet and complain about them. I just don't watch them. And that's where a lot of these people were sitting there going, you know, about, you know, having to watch it. You don't have to watch it. Turn it off. 
and, you know, go play with yourself. <laughs> well, okay. the other thing was, is, is, is they, they weren't watching it because they actually cared about what they were watching or they were actually interested. It was because they were doing a webisode, and they watch things and react to it and make fun of it, and that's what they do on that web web series, that YouTube series. Yeah. Um, but you know, the worst thing but was... But it's kind of sanctimonious to do that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, this isn't friendship, it's magic, ha, 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 ha. But, I mean, you have a 40-year-old man wearing a, a hat that makes his head look like Spike going... Mike, this is not written for my age. This is not like Friendship is Magic, which is written for my age group. No, Friendship, Friendship is Magic was not. wasn't written it was not, for grown-ups. No, it was written for children. It was written, it was written for, for families. Yeah. It was meant to be approachable because anybody who's had kids, and I believe Lauren Faust has had kids, knows that as a grown-up, you're going to get stuck watching whatever it is your kids watch, even if it makes you want to stab yourself in the eye. Yep. Because that's what keeps your kid from tearing your house apart. Mm-hmm. So you watch it on repeat. I know every line from every episode of the newest Strawberry Shortcake. I know the line, the lyrics from every song from that show because Melody loves Strawberry Shortcake. So the fact that she wrote it so that it wouldn't make a grown-up want to bash their skull in doesn't mean that it was written for adults. It was just, it just, it was written keeping in mind the reality of what it's like to have kids. If, if, if this is a show that's going to be popular with kids, then that means the grownups that belong to those children are going to get stuck watching it. Yep. So that ne- there needs to be children. something yep. to keep them from wanting to kill themselves. Yep. <laughs> Okay, we need to do a couple of less um, because we're about to get cut off. Um, okay. The G3 show, the G4 show. Dude, it was not written for you. It was written for little girls to watch. It was written so that the brothers who are sitting in the room, who are stuck watching it, can look and say, dude, it's a boy. And mom and dad can have fun, too. Yeah, Friendship is Magic was meant to be a family thing. Like like how Disney movies have multiple layers of jokes. Some are only for little kids. Some are meant to be understood by grown-ups. Um, that's what Friendship is Magic is. And that's, an, again, another reason why it is so tremendously successful. And I totally love the show. But the G3 show, the G3 movies were not meant to be a family film. They were not meant to be a family cartoon. So what, I mean, it is a product.